This is Together 24-7, episode 147. Hi, everyone. This is Barry Cohen, one half of the Together 24-7 podcast. You've gotten to know us from listening to our show, but did you know that we've been in business together since 2003 and separately since 1997? We've taken our experience and knowledge from multiple successful businesses and transformed them into one company, Business Solutions for Growth. And now you can work with us directly. In just 30 days, we'll work with you to create a strategic plan with focus, clarity, and vision. We zone in on your talents, experience, desires, and skills to create the right business strategy for you so you can hit the ground running with a plan of action to take your business to the next level. For more information, go to businesssolutionsforgrowth.com or call us at 602-399-7430. That's businesssolutionsforgrowth.com or call us at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your host, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to another episode of Together 24-7, where we talk to crazy couples in love and in business. Catherine, how are you today? I'm talking to you. I've been the same since... As since we woke up this morning and spent the whole day together, you make it sound like we're not together 24-7 like the crazy people we're interviewing who are together 24-7. I'm just out of interesting things to ask you at the beginning of the show, that's all. Why do you ask me anything at the beginning of the show? Okay. I could stop doing that. You get, you know, let's introduce the, you know, what's going on today, what's new in the world, things like that. What's new in the world? You can't talk that then it won't be an evergreen episode. So you can't say what's going on in the world. Well, I can say what's I can say what's going on in the world. We're here in Phoenix, Arizona, so it's always the same. The sun is shining, the birds are singing. It's a lovely day. It's pretty much the same every time that we record. The sun is shining, the birds are singing. It's a lovely day. And today we happen to have an extremely uh, loud, very talkative bird outside of our window. So we might be picking that up in the recording, folks. So if that, you hear that, yeah, it was a. It, Crazy, like so, a new bird in the neighborhood. Who are our guests today? Let's get on with this. All right, so today's episode 147, and if you listen to episode 146... Last week. Last week, we are now interviewing the parents. So we've got David and Suzanne Solomon, also of Uphill B&B, which is a bed and breakfast, located in beautiful Gordonsville, Virginia. David and Susanna have been married for uh, Suzanne, sorry, have been married for 36 years. They have two children. Uh, one is I have to interrupt. Sam. Wait, I have oh, to Sam interrupt. Scott. Go ahead. Um, which one of you two wrote the bio? Who filled it out? Was it David or Suzanne? It was me. It was David. Okay, David, you are in so much trouble. Well, no, not necessarily because they could have just, just, just celebrated an anniversary because as we were talking before the show, Suzanne said, we're married now 36 years. But on the bio, it says 35 years. But like I said, Wait, if he well, hold wrote on. the when, bio a when, week ago. When was your anniversary? I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> it's 36 years this year. 
Uh, so will be in in 2017. At some point, they will have been married 36 years. They're keeping each other out of the doghouse now. <laughs> yeah, now they're just now they're just you know sticking up for each other and looking out for each other as well should be. So, um, all right. So they they are currently well. It will be he, sometime here in 2017. It will be 36 years. They have two children, uh, two daughters. Right? Is it two daughters? It is. And uh, one is Sam or Samantha of Sam and Scott fame that we interviewed. That is last week's show. And now this week's show um, is, as I said, mom and dad, uh, David and Suzanne. So they have two kids, uh, 33 and 28. Uh, Both are of them are retired. No, they're not. But that's the thing. They wrote here on their bio that they're both retired. Retired from active full-time work. I'm going to guess that Sam and Scott make them work a heck of a lot more than full time. Uh, Thank you. Is that is that an accurate assumption? They are. They are the bosses. And so we left our positions where we were bosses to come join them. And they we let them be boss. And we are just the employees. I like how you put that. We let them be the boss. So we really know who the bosses are. <laughs> we we really do um, try to let them make the major decisions and, and let them be boss. We, we really try. Um, you know, we do have some life experiences that, that they don't have that sometimes we try to say some thoughts of wisdom from experiences to them but in the end this is their business and so they basically have the final say now see they they lied then because they said you're you guys are like partners with them well i am a silent partner as i like to say david really has no skin in this game he just came along with me because he loves me that much and um, so really, poor David, he, he really has no say. <laughs> and, and actually, right now, because I'm a silent partner, I'm just miming. <laughs> You're just miming. You're so funny. We can't see the miming. Catherine mimes to me, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's totally different. All right. So you guys have been in business together almost three years, basically, I think, since the start of the uh, B&B, correct? Yes. Yeah. And David, uh, you have two beautiful daughters. Well, so does Suzanne. So there you have it. Uh, currently, you're also the visitor center director for the municipality, which is Gordonsville. You are the you're the visitor center director for Gordonsville. Was that was that correct? Yep. Yes, it is. And various leadership roles for two major Fortune 500 companies. Enjoys travel, sports of all kinds, games, puzzles. I like the Fortune 500 company. Retired from active full-time work to go listen to my son, my daughter and son-in-law boss me around and my wife. And Suzanne, you grew up in the Midwest, retired from full-time work to be a partner with, uh, with Sam and Scott. You love working, love working in the yard, outdoors, travel. You like traveling back roads and exploring the countryside with David. You also like reading and you seem to enjoy living in Virginia. Uh, and, and where did you guys move from to be with uh, with the whole family over in Virginia? Uh, we came from uh, Columbus, Georgia. Okay, not too terribly far. 
Kind of far, but not too terribly far. And Suzanne, you were a hospital administ- in in hospital administration, uh, both in and for thirty five years in hospitals and private practice. Medical consultant for twenty years, expanded to physician practices. Um, you oversaw conversion of all medical records to electronic, which is I think a big deal. Everything is electronic now, and in, in the it's a med- lot of scanning. That's a lot of scanning to do, and you left. All of that fame, fortune, and glory to be bossed around by your daughter and son-in-law. We did. We did. Um, David actually um, could retire, and so he did. And um, when the kids called and decided to go on this little adventure and asked us to be a part, I had had about as much of the changes in healthcare that the past eight years have brought. And I told them, don't ask unless you're serious. And they said they were. And I have followed my husband for 34 years um, to wherever his career took him. And I looked at him and I, I am from a small town originally. And I asked him to come to the country with me. And it allowed us to be close to both of the girls. We're a very close-knit family. And at this time in my life, family trump's careers as well it should and it should be a fun time now tell us why did you guys decide to start a business together or to to go into business together because you you are both partners uh silent or otherwise in this business not only uh well let me take a step back is this the first time you have uh been entrepreneurs either of you it it is um my father I had his own business, so I was raised in a family of a self-entrepreneur. For the past 20 years, I have basically worked for um, private physicians, which basically is private. And and so it wasn't new to me personally. It And David and I, throughout our whole career, have really he has always been my human resource consultant. He's always been the guy that I came home and discuss things with and and we have talked for 35 years how we we could do a business together his strengths are not mine my strengths are not his and we partner we partner very well with that um we never ourselves jumped in as we always kind of thought we would and and if we hadn't have done this i'm still not sure we wouldn't have done it in our in our golden years tried to consult together or do something together um but we we work very well together and and I did have the background of being raised in a family of being self-employed. And David, you've worked for Fortune 500 companies. You are a big shot, big deal. And tell us what made you decide not only to go into wife into business with your wife, which she claims you guys have always thought of doing, but then to throw in the daughter so now you got the wife and the daughter. You're already outnumbered because you have two daughters and a wife and, and the son-in-law. What made you decide that this would be a good thing for the family and and I won't drive myself crazy? Oh, Catherine, it's a great question. They, they actually gave me 30 days to either find a job or a hobby. And that's a true story. <laughs> uh, but... As Suzanne said, I've been in management consultant, leadership development all my professional life. And 
in a past life, I actually worked for a major international franchise organization setting up independent business owners. So I've been an entrepreneurial business probably for 30, 35 years. Um, also published in Entrepreneur Magazine. So I've had the background to deal in this kind of a environment. But it's also, to be honest with you, it's really fun. Uh, it's a wonderful dynamic because I see my daughter, Sam, in a whole different role. Uh, you know, we are actually friends, which is really kind of neat. Uh, Scott, uh, you know, he's the first son coming into the family. And it gives me a chance to also see Suzanne in a whole different role because really I'm more in the background. Uh, they will ask our opinions, like Suzanne said, they'll ask for our experience. Uh, but we really don't force it uh, on them. It's really more collaborative. Uh, we do uh, meet regularly uh, once a month uh, just because of the business requirements. Mm -hmm. uh, and they ask us our opinion, and uh, it's an opportunity for, for us to look at what's been successful in our experiences in business. And we also know what hasn't been successful uh, in our experience in business, and we just offer those, uh, those ideas. And David, was it difficult for you to go from the leadership positions that you had at these major companies to a background kind of just giving your opinion every now and then type situation, not, not giving the orders, not being in charge? Was that a difficult change for you? Actually, no, I'm really having a good time. Uh, I still attempt to occasionally get my more aggressive personality out, but I'm also surrounded by type A personalities. And so we do have things, but from a leadership, uh, I operate honestly, Barry, from being a silent leader. Uh, I feel if the leader casts the right shadow and footprint, uh, then I don't have to be always out there because I'm also a good follower. So you've made the transition really well. Now, let me ask you, too. We heard this a little bit from, uh, from Sam and Scott. And now I want to hear it from both of you. There's a division of labor. And now, that, and now this is divided up into four. You've got four partners, uh, everybody's family. Who does what? And how did you decide what everybody was going to do in this, in this bed and breakfast, in this wonderful business? I don't know that we really sat down at a table and divided it up. I, I think our strengths kind of led us that way. When um, we first moved up, it was July and the gardens were a mess. And I love to work outside in the gardens. And so I kind of started there. And I love to mow the yard because no one can talk to you or ask you to do anything else when you're mowing a yard. And it's always been my favorite pastime. So I kind of that summer um, took over the yard. I, um, I also somehow got delegated to be head cleaner. And I think that was just they nobody else was doing it. And I think they thought, oh, mom will do that because she's mom. And I did. And, um, and then I'm Sam sous chef and I, I am, I have, I taught Sam how to cook. We've cooked together since she was two, but she has surpassed the, the teacher by lots. And so I tend to, um, play as her sous chef and she, that's the part of the B and B that interests her most was the, the creativeness in, in the kitchen. And so she kind of 
took there. I hope she told you the same thing. Yep. That's how I see the yes, division of labor. Yes. yes. Um, poor David, because he doesn't have much, you know, he really, <laughs> he's the head recycling garbage guy. God love him. <laughs> poor David. David, how did you get stuck with head recycling garbage guy? Fortune well, 500 it, it, companies, David, what the heck? Well, you remember that the leader does anything that's necessary to make the business run. Uh, but if you remember earlier when Suzanne started this conversation, uh, I did it yesterday. Well, it doesn't take a lot to realize that there's just so much to do. And everybody literally pitches in. Uh, I've actually cooked and helped cook. It's not as good as the other two. I've actually mowed the yard, which I enjoy doing as well. But when we first got up here, there was just so much to do because for me, my role was really marketing. I really got out and Suzanne and I both really spent almost every day and, and every weekend traveling with this 200 mile radius of, of the B&B, just getting the name out, meeting the people and trying to understand because our visitors, the guests that come in are going to ask us what's there to do. And I am a certified tourism ambassador. And so one of the things that I truly believed in, and I know the family does too, there needs to be an emotional connection uh, with your guests to not only the B&B, &B, but also to the destination that they're visiting. And if we can make that experience exactly what it is, because we all travel in our lives, as I'm sure you guys do, and you're making us have an emotional connection today with talking to you guys, it makes that experience very worthwhile. Ultimately, they come back and they, the folks also then refer people. And so it, it really is not so much a division of labor, but it's everybody pitching in to do what's necessary uh, to make the thing run, but also to make sure that it's uh, a good experience for our visitors. Ultimately, yeah, because you're you're living with your your clients the the amount of time that they're there it's not that they come in for a meeting you are pretty much living with them the whole time that they're visiting so that makes it a little bit more stressful yes but we we really did though like like david said and like you're talking about four type a personalities living together and but yet we all kind of know our strengths. And I think we just naturally went to the areas that we felt more comfortable with. And I really did not want to have a managerial type role at all. I had 35 years of that and, and I am ready to retire from that. So I really have tried, you know, to pick up whatever makes life easier for Sam and Scott while they make all the big decisions and do all the social media and, and are on the computer and doing, you know, the day-to-day -day type things. And David and I, then, like he said at the very beginning, because we had extra time on our hands, we really enjoyed getting out in the community and becoming a part of the community. Um, I work downtown two days a week. David works downtown five days a week. We're known as the cute little couple the cute little couple that live with the kids at the uphill house. And um, we really enjoy that role and, and we enjoy being a part of the community. And, and I think that's the biggest role we play for them. Yeah. That's then, so cute. Uh, Go ahead. Catherine, David, the, other, the other thing too, which I thought was very good. 
Sam and Scott put together literally what I think is a brilliant, almost a master's level, if not a master's level business plan. And that plan, it becomes our blueprint. And it's very easy to follow. And so as you start into the business, the business was already in existence. And so we we took a you know a foundation, if I could use that word, and we just expanded that foundation. The relationships that had already been there were there, but maybe not as strong or as as cultured as we like it to be, or just kind of uh, enabled so that we we came out. And we also ask questions. You know, we we survey our our visitors and our guests constantly. Uh, we use social media a lot, uh, TripAdvisor and Yelp uh, blog, and we are taking our visitors very seriously in their comments. And so that way we also learn uh, the things that we do very well. And thankfully, there are very, very few things that we don't do well in terms of the eyes of our visitors, but we can always improve it. Oh, we can always definitely improve on things. Now, Suzanne, let me ask you one question. Uh, Sue Chef, what is your specialty? Oh, I'm the baker. I, the breads, all the quick breads, and I love to experiment with those and the cookies. And then my my role is I always have the first course of breakfast. And so I have the bread course and the, the fruit course, and we make a mean oatmeal and apple concoction that we throw out that people just love. Um, so yeah. That's I'm the baker of the family. I always say I'm the better baker. Sam's the better cook. And quite honestly, excuse me. Oh, go ahead, David. And the downside of Scott and I being here is we have to sample everything before they get to the guests. Yeah, and I, I want to know who does the bacon course because that's the most important part of the meal. Sam makes mean bacon. That's usually Sam. She's she's the bacon girl. But when um. David and I do pretty well. The kids are off probably about six weeks of the year that David and I run the inn all by ourselves. So um, David David has become pretty adept at, at them becoming sous chef while I do the main cook thing. But uh, I, it's always better. The kitchen is better run. I feel better when Sam's here, I will have to say. That sounds about right, just from the conversations we've been hearing. I, I, I like that. But moving right along, I, I, I'm kind of hesitant asking the next question because I really, I feel that I know the answer and the answer is going to be none. But what has been your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement between the two of you? Not the four of you, but just the two of you. Well, the short answer is none. See, I told you. Everybody but, starts with none. And then, and then we and dig. Then we and then we get the truth. Well, it's not so much a but, but remember that we're all asking our opinions. And so we will come at it from different lenses and different points of view. But ultimately, the decisions are designed to what's best for the running of the business and what the experience for our guests are. So entrepreneurial, it may be maybe marketing or budgeting or, or something where we want to put our priorities and we have to look at all of that in, in context to you know, where we are in a business plan, what time of the year it is, what needs to be done. And we sort of all mesh all that together. So it really isn't uh, 
I don't even want to use the word conflicts. It's just an opportunity to just have a good discussion before we can agree on things. I, I would have to say, David and I, like I said, he's always been my sounding board throughout my entire career. And um, a lot of respect for him. Our differences probably would be in I I am very very customer service service oriented and I I guess it's my healthcare background you know I treat them like patients I want you know they're my concern and and what makes them happy is my major concern so I would say sometimes I put a, the the guest ahead of maybe a business decision more than David does and just between the two of you now between just just David and Suzanne, does that does that cause any little bit of conflict? Not not Sam and Scott's opinion, but just the two of you. No, our biggest conflict, and, and we joked about it at the beginning, um, because when we moved up here, this was my thing, and 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 I, David had David gave his blessing, but he came because he's married to me. And, you know, when we came up, I said, if you don't want to do a thing, you know, you don't, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. I'm going into business with the kids. And so we were here six weeks and I went out in the garden and we did go market together because he's a history buff and he liked going around to all the, the history in the area. But after six weeks, you know, I really literally looked at him and I said, you either have got to find a hobby or go get a job because you are driving me crazy. You know, it was like you have to do something, either get involved in it or or whatever. And so he uh, we, we kind of laughed about it. We both went downtown and he started volunteering at the visitor center. And I went into a store one day and I walked in and I said, do y'all ever hire anybody part time? And they said, do you know how to use a computer? And I said, yes. They said, you're hired. <laughs> and so. I went across the street to David and I said, well, I got a job. Do you have one yet? And so, you know, we kind of laughed about it. And then he was just volunteering at the visitor center and knew how to do a spreadsheet. So they thought he was the most brilliant person they had ever met. So then they hired him. And so once he kind of got back in a, in a role that he could get out of the B&B and be back in control of something, I think it's all gone a little smoother. And there was that entrepreneurial disagreement. We, we knew it was, we there, knew somewhere. It was there somewhere. <laughs> get a job, get a hobby, just get the hell out of the house. <laughs> so, right. so you guys, you're you you're together often enough, and, and but you're together more now than you were in your past careers. I'm going to assume. Tell me some of the joys that you're experiencing with that now. Well, I think the neatest thing is we're we absolutely are in love with the state of Virginia. And it's not that we don't like in Georgia, and we and I love Phoenix because I used to live in Camelback Mountain. I'll throw throw that in, uh, but it really is fun to watch Sam and Scott from a different point of view. You know, it's been a son-in-law and a daughter, and still a son-in-law. But as I said, I'm really watching Sam as a as a woman uh, running her business, and really a side that it's really kind of neat to see. Uh, the other side of this is that it's just, it's fun here. It's a healthy, it really is a healthy lifestyle. Uh, we're up in the mountains. Uh, we have our own garden. 
we're out constantly outdoors and I'm actually starting to enjoy being outdoors. Uh, but it's just very healthy. Sam and Scott are both mutters and Spartans and tough mutters and they're very physically active. And they also try to help us in our age uh, be as active as, as we can as well and live a lifestyle. And it's uh, it's been wonderful. We we really we I, I think we have a very good marriage. We have a, I like to think that I, the girls think we're as close as to them as uh, to us as we are to them. Um, David, especially me, um, the last eight years of my career were extremely stressful. And um, so for us, just to be out of stress has been very healthy for the both of us. Um, we enjoy being with each other and we enjoy just simple things. You know, everybody laughs at us, but every Thursday night is our date night and we go to, out to dinner and do the grocery shopping for the week. And we look so forward to that day that it's craziness. And so um, I have enjoyed us slowing down. I've enjoyed us, you know, taking, you know, we walk down, you know, the mile down the hill to get the the uh, mail out of the mailbox. It's just he and I being healthy. He, he and I just slowing down and 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 not being stressed is probably the the best thing. Okay, here's here's one question because it it's a mile just to get your mail. Um, <laughs> how far is the nearest Costco? It takes us about um, twenty five minutes and to to get to the grocery area. I don't know if that would stress me out or not, because we're five <laughs> minutes from Costco, five minutes from Ikea. Well, no, it, it, sometimes it could take 25 minutes. Well, if we it's your the traffic. Wrong, yeah, if we pick the wrong time of day to get on the highway, it could take it could take 25 minutes. So, well, that's the problem here. It's not that things are so far away. It's all country roads. And when David and I moved up here three and a half years ago, I said if I ever got on an interstate again, it would be way too soon. So we just have, we travel the back roads because you know what? We have time to do it. Are they at least, are they at least good modern roads? Or are we talking, I shouldn't take my little Prius on these roads? No, most, most, most of them are. Our driveway, you may not want to take your Prius <laughs> on. Um, but the majority of places, no, they're just nice little country roads. Yeah. And then Barry, something that I was listening to as Suzanne was talking. One of the things we like, and this is the relationship between ourselves and also Sam and Scott, is we also give each other time to just to get away and get out. So, you know, we look, and if we've been, you know, full weekend and we just need to take a break, we'll say, hey, why don't you guys get out of here? We'll see you in a couple of hours and just come back. And we do that regularly. And, and the highlight of our Thursday night is really the grocery shopping. But we also make it a date night. So we'll go out to dinner. We may do some shopping. We're just getting out. Uh, but we love the country out here. It's just you will find an adventure behind and around every corner out here. That It's it's all horse country. It's all farms. It's all Piedmont, mountains. Rolling. It's just gorgeous. And uh, anywhere you go, you're going to find uh, people just like us. They're great people. And they're just wonderful folks. And it's all over the place. That That's great. And now it, it's really tough with your business. Uh, we, we spoke with uh, Scott and Sam about this also because you're, you're living with your clients, basically. So what do you two do to separate your personal time from the business time? 
Well, after two and a half years of living out of boxes and in a bedroom, um, David and I, in about hopefully two weeks, are actually going to have a larger living area, which we're very excited about. Um, but that's what David was saying. We're Sam and Scott, I consider, are still newlyweds, so we tend to focus a lot on them to make sure that they have date nights and that they get away from the business whenever possible. Um, David and I get out of the house more than they do because we work downtown. You know, we have jobs that take us out of the house. I, and when the guests are here, you know, they're gone mostly all day going to the wineries or going, you know, to the sites in the area. So during the day, usually one of us stays what we call guest ready. And so, and that's, God love my husband, that's usually him. But that's because he would rather stay guest ready because he can watch television in between them coming and going and doesn't have to do hard labor. So the rest of us, you know, plan our day as whether we're going to do something in the garden or Scott's, you know, Scott always has a project going. And so he's usually either capturing Sam or I to help him with one of his projects. And then, um, like I said, that when they're having, you know, we do go about every six to seven weeks. My other daughter lives two hours from here and we fondly call their apartment the downhill house and the downhill house is our favorite place to go because when we go there we're treated like royalty we don't have to cook we don't have to clean we don't have to make any decisions and they spoil us so that's really great for us and um so it's just like I said, it really helped once we got jobs that we got away from the house on a regular basis. And then we do try to really respect each other's times and, and to be apart from each other as, as much as possible. What, what is your other daughter's name? Caitlin. Caitlin. So um, a, a podcast is forever. And Caitlin... We know you're listening. We know you're listening because mommy and daddy forced you to listen. And, and Sam, we know you're listening because you wanted to see what your parents said about you guys in the bed and breakfast. Caitlin, mommy and daddy just said worldwide on a podcast that will last forever that you're her favorite. So <laughs> there you have it. Sorry, Sam. Sorry, Sam. I think I correctly said her was my favorite place to visit. Oh no, we're going to edit it. Oh, so, we're, so we're, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just we're not editing it, but but we could read between the lines. We got that, Caitlin. You're right up there. You win. You win. So, along along your way, have there been any particular books that have made a a, a difference in your? business life and your entrepreneurial career as short as it may have been uh, anything along the way that really stands out that you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Well, from my point of view, um, from a cultural point of view, it's called the shadow of a leader. And that is something that I think everybody would enjoy. There are a couple of good books. Uh, the author of the tipping point also wrote a book called the present and I think both of those are excellent reads as well. Gladwell? Malcolm Gladwell? Malcolm Gladwell, yeah. yes. Look at me. Yep. I know what I'm talking about. Awesome. And Suzanne, any from you? It's so funny that you 
you asked that because, um, like I said, I have, uh, I, I really don't, my, my background is medical and, and I was just always so entrenched in the medical and I was fortunate enough for my whole career to have my husband as my, um, confidant and the person who, who I relied on to, um, for all of his experience. And, uh, but I will tell you when we were going through our things and, still trying to, to figure out where our junk needs to be placed. We pulled out books for, um, Caitlin. She's, she's in, um, corporate America. Caitlin's a favorite, right? She's kind of following her dad's footsteps and he wanted her to have some books that were in his library. And David gave me three books that he said that he felt everyone should read. And so while we were sitting there, I said, well, you never gave any of those to me when I was going through difficult times. But I did read the present. And I can tell you, I wish I had read that 35 years ago. That was if I highly recommend that to anyone, not only in business, but in life. Okay, so just Catherine, write down as your notes. Uh, Suzanne's book of choice is HIPAA requirements for dummies. HIPAA yes, requirements yes. for dummies. For those in the medical field, you'll understand. You'll get that joke. Yes. Everyone yes. else, look it up. So, <laughs> well, so, and Barry, I think the neatest thing with Suzanne is uh, she also uh, has made a lot of friends here, and she belongs to a book club. And the book club is a fascinating place, and you know, we don't have the time to go through it, but a lot of the books that the that the group reads are fascinating and they cover everything. And she literally any time of night, there's always a book in her hand. And, and that is something that she truly that's why I wrote the bio. She truly enjoys reading. And it really is a way of just relaxing. Uh, some are fiction, some are nonfiction. Uh, and a lot of times we'll go to a movie uh, because the book was such so interesting or we'll go to a movie and then the movie says based on a true story and then we'll read the book i'm also a science nut so a lot of my favorite books are you know the curiosity rover on mars or the new horizons up in pluto uh i I love the national geographic and so i'll always read uh history or archaeology or just books about science Awesome. And, and I will say that this is the first time I heard of somebody talking about a book club where they actually read books. It wasn't a book and wine club where they just looked at the back cover of the book and drank a lot of wine. That's usually the book clubs that I hear of. There's nothing well, wrong with I, that. I will have to tell you, our, our, book, our book club, we, we do make sure we talk about the book for 15 minutes. So <laughs> It's a three-hour club. but <laughs> It is. It, it is, but we solve a lot of problems during that time. See, wine will do that every time. The world is, the world is at peace in their, in, in their little bubble. You got it. So now if you could give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? Is this business related yes. or Going marital into, related? Uh, our, yes. Our listeners are uh, couples that are either in business together or thinking of getting into business together. That's the majority of our listener base. So what kind of advice would you give them if they were thinking of going into business together? Well, it would be business and marital advice all at the same time. I, I think um, the biggest thing that we have done is um, we all speak our, speak our mind. Don't let anything um, fester. You know, it, when when it, something becomes an issue, discuss it. 
and um, keep those lines of communication open. I I think that is the success to David and I's marriage, and I, I think that was my success in business as well. David probably taught that to to me. It's it's my my it came from my parents, but David instilled it in me also is how to be a great listener and how to show empathy for everyone involved in a, a situation and try to see things from everyone's point of view and then try to make the best decision after that. And my challenge to both of you is that I come from a, a big city and a large corporation. So one of my problems is that I'm very aggressive. And I'm not as a good listener as I need to be because my mind is going very fast. But Suzanne is, is and you know, no disrespect to Sam or Caitlin who are also listening. Uh, but Suzanne Caitlin's is probably the, the most compassionate person that I know of. Uh, she is extremely uh, focused on making sure that everybody's feelings are considered. Uh, she's honest to a to a point where uh, she's also the hardest worker I know, and that's no disrespect to Sam or Scott. But one of the things that, uh, if I'm allowed to have my second pet peeve, uh, one of the things that that I cannot keep up with her, uh, I'll sit there and, and, and watch her work because she's, and all the kids are this way, they're very goal-oriented, I'm goal-oriented too, but she is an incredible worker, and she gets that, it's, you know, it's innate in her because that's all she is used to seeing. And that's the standard that uh, she expects of all of us. And uh, there are times when uh, that I don't meet that standard. So I'm still in training. You'll always be in training, David. That's just the way it <laughs> that's is. That's the job of a husband. That's the job of the husband. So now that we've talked business, um, let's talk a little fun here. The food round. And yay. So Sam and Scott, as as you had mentioned earlier, uh, leave you two in charge. They trust you enough to leave you in charge. Granted, you you know you only raised them, but you know they've got to trust you to leave in charge of the place. And David, you are the sous chef to Suzanne's head chef. But what is your favorite meal to cook together? Or what's your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Well, from my point of view, the favorite meal is anything where I'm helping her. She is an incredible baker. And so the only the only downside is I have to read the instructions a little bit better uh, because a tablespoon and a teaspoon are different. Uh, but I like I like prepping with her. I like doing things. Uh, her oatmeal and apples and cinnamon raisins are really good. Her fruits are great. Uh, but I enjoy doing that and, and helping wherever I can. I usually can flip pancakes pretty well. Uh, I mean, a, make a mean omelet, but we don't serve omelets. Uh, I don't know why we don't do that, but we'll have to do that. At the restaurant, uh, I like just about anything anything out there. Uh, snails, scallops, seafood, shrimp, steak. Uh, I'll try just about anything except for kale and uh, hummus. And I'm growing I, kale in the backyard, and it's delicious. I sneak it into Barry's salad every now and again. But no chickpeas, so... Uh, yeah, well, we we have we eat a whole lot healthier now that we live with Sam and Scott. So I look forward to going out and having a great burger and fries because <laughs> we're not allowed to eat that at the house. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're, we're, that when they is leave, funny. We're very thankful that they can leave because we can break all the rules. <laughs> 
We have a lot of pasta when they're not here. So do they ever come back and say, our house, our rules? No, no. It's just if, if, they're, if they're cooking, they cook very healthy. God love them. But, um, but you need your junk I, every I, now and then. You need pasta. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the world revolves around pasta, I think. And pizza. And pizza, yes. Yep. All right. Oh, if I can only find a good pizza place here. Haven't found one of those yet. Make your own. Build, tell Scott to build a pizza oven in the backyard. Right. Scott loves to build things. Yes, yes, he would. And so, you know what? It would be the biggest and the best. There you go. There you go. And you make your own pizza. It wouldn't, couldn't be better. Nice wood-burning fire in the in the back in the oven. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to be there. We have a new project for Scott. So last let it, question. Let us know when it's built. Yes. Last question before we take our break. Red, white, or beer? Red. White. Really rosé. I have to be honest. Really rosé. Okay. So rose we've got. Rosé and white. Rosé. I drank too much beer in college. Rosé and rosé <laughs> and white. Okay. Let's go ahead and uh, take a break. And when we get back, we're going to hear David's pet peeve. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back. And actually, it wasn't David's pet peeve. It's Suzanne's pet peeve, but it's about David. So Which I, makes it even better. So I messed that up a little bit. But uh, Suzanne, what's your pet peeve? Oh, I have to say it again. My pet peeve with David is, is that he does something on one day, and then the next day, it needs to be done again. And I will say to David, for example, honey, the recycling needs to be taken out again. It's overflowing, and he looks at me, and he says, but I did it yesterday. And then I look at him, and I say, well, I cooked dinner yesterday, so does that mean I don't have to do it today? Well, isn't it in his job description as being the chief recycler and garbage taker outer boy that it gets done every day well i don't think we were that detailed but you would think if it's overflowing out of the container onto the floor halfway down the hallway that he wouldn't have to be reminded that the recycling needed to be taken out but you know after 35 years that's that's still my pet peeve david would yeah. you like to defend yourself now 
Absolutely, Barry. And quite honestly, sometimes as I got older than 35, I know what has to be done. I just want to see a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That is very funny. So I'm going to I'm going to guess that you learned a long time ago that if it's something you don't want to do, you do it wrong. And then Suzanne will just say, oh, I'll just do it myself. Thank you. Yes. That's what I do. <laughs> I haven't done laundry in years. <laughs> Well, that's that's the you do the intentional mistake. Yeah. <sighs> oh, sorry, that's, Catherine. That's you weren't what, supposed to yes. hear that. <laughs> that's what husbands are so good with. So, yes. David and Suzanne, um, uphill house B and B. You are in business with your kids. You're in business with each other. You are truly twenty four seven in all aspects of of this with your clients, with your kids, with each other. Thank you guys so much for being on our show. Um, once again, we will have all the information about Uphill B&B uh, on our up, Uphill House B&B on our website, which is together247.net. And until next time, thank you all so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.